This is Isla Allgood with Mikkel Anna and Intuitive Talk Story. It's three o'clock, October 12th, 2022. I like the numbers. What do you think? 10, 12, 2022? It actually turns into an eight. Oh. I thought about this earlier. Yeah. Because it's, uh, well, it's 10. You added it all up. 22. So you have 22, two, four, 20, 22, actually. Seven, eight, nine. So you have two, ten. two. It's a one. I get oh a wait, one. Actually, you're right. It's a one. Two, four, six, it's a one. seven, eight, nine. It's, it's, it's a, a new one. beginning. It's a new beginning yeah. altogether. Yeah. So new mm. beginnings, everybody, today. Woo! Right here, right now. <laughs> yes. I love it. Oh, yeah. I forgot the other two. 22, 22, tw- and the 20. The 20 before the 22. Right. There you go. There you go. All right. It's well, so here we are. Uh, on a one. Obviously not numerology experts, but... Uh, Using it a little bit. But and we do like new beginnings. We do like new beginnings, yes. Because <laughs> c- it's clean slate. You know, let's start. So let's start today. Oh, I don't need these headphones. Um, we were, I've gotten quite a few comments in town, and I think you have too. Uh, positive feedback about our last show, uh, Ancestral Healing. And so let's get going with that again i think there's more we've we talked about there's more to say about that and um yeah so where would you like to start today we also if you're out there listening and you listened last week or you're just tuning in now but you have some thoughts about this topic or you have something we'd like you'd like us to explore please do call in and let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Um, Isla's got the number. It's 808-884-5657. So we'd love to involve you in the conversation and see how we can directly be of service in some capacity. Um, Yes, ancestral healing. So one of the feedbacks I got was, um, well, there's all, of course, the things we don't like about our ancestry, but there's also these positive things we really love about our ancestry. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, I wanted to address that, that we're not throwing out the bag on the positive things or like, oh, we really you know everyone's so nice and kind and we, we learned how to be thoughtful. Like those are all really nice things. And mm-hmm. what we're speaking about when we kind of talk about peeling the layers and this kind of thing is it's kind of like if you're uh, you know, a master of construction, you're making a house, you already know you want the house to be perfect. Like, that's the goal. That's, like, what we're doing here. We're making a perfect house. It's got to be beautiful. So when we scan things, we're not looking for the perfections because, well, that's what it all is. It's beautiful and joyful. And that's your true nature is actually all those positive things, is your true nature to be in, in love and higher. All those positive aspects that give you those, like, juicy, yummy feelings are <laughs> higher vibrations. Mm-hmm. So when you're in those, that's like your natural state because we as divine beings are naturally, that's our natural state is love. So we're looking in these processes because we're trying to peel away and remove what's not needed. So we're, we're addressing, like when we look at the house, we're looking for the holes. We're looking for the places where it's not quite, oh, we need to fix that. Oh, what's that over there? Is that a nick? So we're looking for the holes specifically where everything else is, looks good, looks good, beautiful, beautiful. And we can comment on how beautiful it is too, right? But in this process, we're wanting to address what is not longer needed. We're calling out the pink elephants in the room so that we can deconstruct any programming or trauma or residue that's been left there so that you just resonate in all those joyful things that have been a part of you, a part of maybe your lineage, a part of things you've come from. In addition to that though, 
I want to say this about that, that we also, when we keep going down along the path, right, the ultimate path here is realizing to identify with nothing because ultimately I am that I am. Love lives here. It flows through us. We are the unity, the infinite source, allowing that to flow and guide through your vessel. So part of this whole game has been our attachment. So what we're really letting go of is stories. There's a lot, like, let's just say, you know, oh, my family's all been doctors. So there's a story there, right? It's I'm identifying with, a, with something that I think categorizes something. I'm a woman. I'm, you know, someone, um, I'm a mother. I'm an uncle. I'm a sister. I'm a brother. I'm a wife. I'm a lover. Whatever. We have all these things we identify with. So part of when we look at our ancestral healing, we're looking at peeling away these things we've identified with that maybe categorize, limit, or hold one in a container that doesn't allow you to be the limitless being that you already really are. So we're looking at where these stories have been set in, the story of being a victim, the story of having to always take care of everyone, the story of defending the family, the story of, you know, whatever it is. There's many stories. They can be, they can be in all different form. Ultimately, we're, that unattached and amused phrase I use really addresses the feeling of being, you just, you are the divine God being, just being in a theatrical experience, really. You're like an actor on the world stage experiencing all these different roles, but you don't get attached to being the character in that movie you played that one time. You know, like, yeah, it was a fun part. I loved it. I enjoyed it. I learned a lot. It was really cool. Oh, it was so much fun. But that's just a role. That's just one of the things I played. I mean, ultimately, I just, I am that I am. Well, I think it also takes you out of the now if you're focused on what you did then, right? Like if I was, I was just a great sister. Like, oh, I was such a good sister when I was a teenager. Well, <coughs> I'm, not, I'm not being in this moment if I keep focusing on what I was feeling so great about myself about then. So to me, it's important to honor those experiences, yet bring yourself back to the present moment. And, and that goes with the acting. You know, if, I'm, if I played a great role at one point in my life, that you can't live off that the rest of your life. You need to keep creating, create another role, create another, not a role, something different. Um, I, I do think that there's, because we're human and we're in 3D, there's some value to these different roles that we play, as long as we see them as roles and we don't right. take it so seriously. Right. Like, exactly. like, like, oh. Yeah, it's fun. It's part of the game. It's part of what I'm yeah, here for. Yeah. I'm playing. You're mom, you're like, great. Oh, let's play. Let's play fun. mom. Yeah, you're having a great time. It's right. a great experience. All of it, whatever your reality is, you're yeah. creating an experience that you're yeah. wanting to have, yeah. that you're wanting to experience. And so you get to create this reality that you want to experience. It's just right. knowing what you are creating. Being really, very right? conscious being of it and not not getting not losing your identity in it, whatever right. it is. It doesn't you know? define the core of who you are, the right. roles we sometimes play. And that, you know, of course as a I am sure as a you know, you can reflect different all the different places you've been in your life. And I know a lot of elders have reflected with me that are much older than you mm -hmm. about the many times that, you know, like you thought you were something, but it changed. 
right? And we could get so being the top businessman, I was once yes. on top, right? Yeah. And and now you're just Joe again, right? right. I was and talking to somebody about that recently. So many people's identity were what has been connected to their profession, right? And then when they either retire or they leave for whatever reason, and they don't have that, whatever that gave them. C they can be very lost. And a lot of people die when they retire. And it's because, I believe anyway, it's because they weren't, they weren't looking at what's next. They were just so caught up in where they were. So there's that need to reinvent yourself all the time. Uh, right, and we do that by not being attached. That's mm -hmm. where that, that goes in, that not mm -hmm. being attached to them, but just enjoying the experiences with unattachment and amusement, right? Just having right. fun within the experience. So as we get unattached, we can look at like how things in our family history may have been influencing us and in a way that, gosh, that's not really mine. So ultimately, mm. all the stuff we talk about is really about cleaning your temple. Cleaning your temples to release anything that doesn't serve you, that isn't yours, that is taking any power or siphoning anything from you, you know, anything in any form that doesn't belong to you, basically. So that's what you're doing. You're cleaning house. So it's just, is that really mine or is that something I was given and does it serve me? You know, so it's asking those questions in yourself. Is that really that belief serving me? Is this programming serving me? Where does it come from? Why well, I, th I think you make a really good point, which is asking the question and then being quiet so you can hear the answer because the answer comes to you. It doesn't have to come from anybody else. That's right. You can, you can just put out there, you know, this behavior. I just noticed myself doing this behavior. I think my mother used to do this and I didn't really like it when she did it. Is that where that's coming from? And then just quiet and and pay attention and oh okay that's where it's coming from. Well, I'm going to change that now because that's that's not who I am. That's not how I want to move through the world. Forget about who I am. Who the heck knows who I am? Because <laughs> I'm none I of those things. I am, I am right. that I am. Right. So it's it's really about. How do I want to move through the world? Yeah, how do I want to show up? Yeah. What behaviors do I want to embody? And we get to choose. Yeah. That's what's great. What you just described yeah. is that process of self-discovery, of observing without judgment, mm -hmm. being able to look at something with a neutral eye and just see what it is so that you can change it. And so that brings up a lot of, you know, um, what we've talked a lot about, the defense and things that keep us from wanting to look at things. So anytime you have resistance, take another look, you know, like look yeah. through yourself, push through your own. It's always yourself, your own resistance to go to the next place and look. If your first response is, oh, nothing's wrong with me, or oh, that's not it. If that's your first response, guaranteed something's there. There's <laughs> something there. Yeah, for <laughs> yeah. sure. So uh, the longer you can think on it, the more that will come to you because then we are engaging and being receptive. So yeah. that yeah. comes into uh, some of the parts of ancestor healing. So it just came up in my field right there when I said that, being receptive. There are things that keep us from being receptive. Um, and a lot of that comes down to agreements that we've made. Um, often agreements on small to big, we've made a lot of agreements through our many lifetimes. We make small agreements all the time. So we're wanting to clear all the time agreements that we make so that we can be in a clear field. Because even, I've mentioned this before, but small things, you know, just come in the office you know, random strangers who, who are all dealing with themselves and their own energies, 
you've just invited those everything that they're doing into your field, and mm-hmm. you just said so. Mm-hmm. So you're like, we want to, res- you know, thank you. We sever that agreement, and everything can go now. Thanks. Sever all agreements. Shh. So we're closing doors and, um, and closing agreements constantly because we can make agreements that ultimately start creating restrictions or blocks or entrances for other things. So mm-hmm. this whole process is really about learning about your energy and who you, who we, what we really are and how to manage our energy and understand it. Because if you think about it, you were never really told much about this vessel that you're in. Um, and you were told to look to somebody else whenever something goes on with it. So this is a process of taking self-responsibility and ownership of your body, mind, spirit, and navigating that I'm in charge here and I have the tools to understand how this thing works. And I'm learning how to release things and clean it out so it can run smoothly and I can live in a Ferrari instead of a jalopy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, and, and when you said, you know, we weren't taught, we were taught how to behave, we were taught education in school but we weren't taught about what 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 does it mean if my if my uh, elbow hurts or what is that trying to tell me we, we weren't taught anything like that and if you're around someone and you get a creepy feeling we weren't taught I wasn't maybe some people were depending on how open their families were uh, to to what energy is about, but uh, where I grew up in New York, th- no one was talking woo woo stuff, so mm-hmm. <laughs> there was not much going on. And uh, you know, when you were talking about uh, how you know, kind of paying attention to other people, it reminded me. I was talking to a friend of mine who's uh, 82, and I've known her since I'm 20. And when I was younger, I would observe in her. I was very observant. I'd go out with her and we'd go to a store and she'd be so friendly and I was so not like that then. I was kind of shy, I was kind of quiet, I didn't smile, I just like mind my business kind of thing. And I, and I really liked how, what I felt in her interactions with other humans. I'm like, I want to be more like that. Mm-hmm. Now she wasn't my mother or my auntie or any relationship like that, but just observing that how can I get get to where into that place? Because it created such a, a comfort and joy between her and other people, and I liked the way it felt. I don't know that I had the language of I liked the energy of the space, but that's what I liked. And so over my life, I've created that, and that does not come from my ancestors. So as we're looking at who we are and who they were and how we want to be in the world. I, th- I feel like w- we're all related anyway, and we're all mirrors of one another. Yeah. So as we see things in other people that, oh, wow, I like that. I like the way it feels when those two people talk to one another. What are they doing? And how can I bring that into my life? Because that feels like next level stuff, you know? Absolutely. Yes, as we've talked about reflections a lot and reflecting kind of what we're still holding, we, it also reflects where we want to be, yeah. right? When you're around someone that's holding a higher vibratory field and they're really resonating in those feelings of joy, expansion, then you get reflective like, gosh, that's me. I'm just not feeling that yet, but I want to feel that. That's where I want to go. Yeah. And I too have felt that along the path many times, mm. a feeling like that's where I'm going. And then I remember going through my spiral of, 
but I'm not there yet because I got some <laughs> wounding to get to where I feel like that. So then I have to go through yeah. the spiral of letting go of my wounds because I want that. I want to feel that, but I don't right now. And this is in the way and yeah. seeing what's in the way of so I can get there. And mm. that's what we're doing is we're, we're cleaning what's in the way of that feeling so I can embody that. And it's great to have a goal like or see the things that you want to embody mm-hmm. because then you you really you're moving towards it. Right. It's it's not right. unlike uh, you it's know. an intention. It's both an intention and also kind of practical y- steps. Yeah. And you're to owning get there. this is what I want to be. You're at, you're specific yeah. about what's what you're looking to embody versus right. saying, I know I want something. I don't know what. So you have a direction which your energy can focus on and, and then you create it because right. you're being specific. You're creating your reality. Exactly. You're creating your reality and you're being specific about what you want to create. Right. And you're pulling away specific things that keep you from that thing. Right. Right. This right. new way I'd like to show up and, and, and embody. So we get to reflect in, in all ways with one another because, as you said, we are one. Yeah. So we're just reflecting to each other where we want to, what, what is, what is. Right. And what we want to release and pull What do you away. want to change? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that also makes me think of, <laughs> of another story. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my dad grew up in an environment where they were always yelling at one another. That was how they communicated. They didn't talk. They yelled. Mm-hmm. And then after he and my mom split up, he got with a woman who couldn't tolerate that. So he had to learn how to not yell when he wanted to talk to her. And it took a while, but he was able to do that. And it, by my, me watching that, it's like, so even though something, maybe there's a pattern that we're, we grow up with in our environment, whether it's family or whatever, and we think that's the way we have to behave. Oh, just, that's, that's just the way I am. I'm just, br- I'm just blunt. I'm just obnoxious. I'm just sarcastic. You know? No. You're not. No. <laughs> You're actually not. You're not. It's a learned behavior. Yeah. So right. if you want to change it, you just become more conscious and and make the decision, I want to change. Maybe you don't know how to change, but it's that decision, that first step is, I want to change, and my intention is to be this, whatever this is. And then things show up in your path to support that. When you're mm. really asking, it's kind of like just mm. being a hungry student of life. Yeah. We're saying, I want to be a hungry student. Yes, I want to grow. I want this. I want to become, you know, I want to embody my fullness. I yeah. want to embody love. Yes, that sounds like a good thing. Yeah. So in the asking, you are creating support for yourself to experience that. So something will come in and then it becomes about paying attention. If you're not used to paying attention, that's like things come in all the time that you discard that if you were a little bit more paid attention to it, like, um, little things. Uh, maybe it was, so for me, simple things like I might be driving, like, Oh, I should go by this store or whatever. Yeah. Like I wasn't planning on going there, but I just feel like I should stop there. Oh, they probably have, Maybe I think of something I'm, I'm supposed to get or something. Yeah. But I go there and I run into someone that I absolutely was meant to speak to. That was an absolutely beautiful moment. I was led there and I allowed myself to go out of my what I thought I was doing in that moment and mm. just go with the flow of being led. And there was the answer that I was looking for for something else. Right. See, so it shows up in ways that you don't have to un- understand. Like you don't have to figure things out. And this is, I think, something for our Western culture. People who've grown up in that in that environment are really, honestly, very much in the you know the left brain. 
it's a very practical very planning, practical planning left brain. Yeah. So part of we've talked about this before too, but the um, so part of what we're doing here is you're you're balancing left and right, mm-hmm. the right brain, left brain, the matriarchal, patriarchal, feminine, masculine, alpha, omega energies. We're coming into sacred marriage, into balance with mm-hmm. one another. So in that process, that that left brain wants to just dissect everything, and it wants to ask a lot of questions, <laughs> and it wants to do all and distract things. you from other things. Yes. Yeah. And the other side is allowing us that feeling of allowing, like just let yourself feel the moment instead of figuring out, well, how's that going to happen? How are we supposed to help somebody? Well, how's that going to happen? Is somebody going to like pull over or what's going to, how's that going to happen? No, you don't have to figure it out. Just put it out there and then allow. Mm -hmm. So that feeling of allowing is important quality Mm -hmm. here. It's really a letting go. It's it's surrender. Letting go. Go with the flow. Call it what you like. Trust. Yeah. And, and not knowing, you know, you, you put yourself in a not knowing place when you when you turn off the road where you were definitely going to this place. And now you're like, oh, I just feel like I need to go here. All right, I'll just go. And then something happens there. Well, you allowed that to happen and you went with the flow. You didn't fight yourself on it. You didn't, you just, you were willing to change in that moment. You're willing to listen to your own yeah. inner knowing of your own guidance. So you're really tapping into your own inner guidance and getting an alignment with my, my, you know, my higher self. And like, so that's why we go into the inner space. It's really, you know, we say meditation, but it's energy management. It's taking the time to be quiet and to go within and, and use and manage your energy. Look at what's going on in my field. What am I connecting to? What am I thinking about? Where am I putting my energy? Where is it leaking? You're doing an assessment. So it's, you know, it's actually kind of logical, but yet it's, it's also, it's not because you're doing a lot of allowing to let yourself flow into that space. Some people explain this. So if you, if you're someone that has a, you're in the left brain a lot and you feel like, oh, that's me. I hate meditating or like, that's so hard for me. There is actually a really old from the seventies. De Silva method is a book. Um, but a lot of people had a lot of success getting into the basically alpha brain waves mm-hmm. is what you're doing when you go into this space. It's the place between sleep and awakeness mm-hmm. where you're kind of just going into the field, we call it, this realm of possibility, and you're accessing more things than your conscious mind is really allowed to access when you're just in your waking um, beta state. Uh, so mm-hmm. you're you're it's coming to this other the alpha brain waves. So he talks a lot about using counting, which is a great way counting in general for all <laughs> sorts of things yeah. is a great way to distract your brain while you go somewhere else because your right. mind wants to do something. Well, what do you mean? What's happening? Well, just count one. Two, I okay. do a lot of step counting. I'll be walking. I just count my steps. And I'm after about f- 100. I'm like. Oh, I'm counting steps. Like, I wonder why I'm doing that. Well, you're doing that because then are you also having your mind is actually, you're allowing yourself to wander. I'm floating. But, but your brain, you're so used to being in the left brain that it needs to do something. It so wants to be it's busy. it's giving it a task. <laughs> it's got a job. So it's got a job so you yeah. can allow the other side of your brain to kind of start noticing other things because that brain's mm. working. Otherwise, it's asking too many questions. And well, what are we supposed to be doing? Why, well, we're just walking? Is yeah, there, yeah. What, exactly. What's happening here? <laughs> So you're giving your brain something to do. Mm -hmm. So you can open up this field of the right brain. So 
So as a dancer and a mover and a healer, like obviously my life has been just full of movement, mm -hmm. which has really helped, you know, immensely from my, I think, you know, like it's that's offset the societal left brain infusion yeah. is to move. It's to move your body. to move your body and to be in that because you can't be anywhere else when you're trying to leap, right? Or when you're jumping over a rock on a river or yeah. when you're surfing on a wave, right? right? Or when you're, you know, you're diving. You have to be fully present. So you're you're training your brain to get into a field of presence versus that left brain right. where it's questioning, questioning, questioning. So mm -hmm. getting involved in a something that makes you fully involved helps open that field. So I encourage everyone to have something that 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 does that an activity that helps you create that be, connection. Be be in that presence. Be in your own presence and be present with whatever it is that you're doing. Be it the the dance, the music, the art, the walking, the swimming, the surfing, the whatever. Um, and one thing I'd like to add to that is when th the more we are able to kind of float there, we can we can go to um, nobody's calling yet. <laughs> if you want to call 808-884-5657, I wanted to say that um, there's there's ways you can practice your intuition for those of you who might be listening who that you just feel like you have no clue what what that looks like it can be really very simple like do with your breakfast in the morning you you have three things laid out what does my body want to eat and go towards the the thing that your body and and if you're going to put three things out don't put out sugar in there just put out you know maybe it's blueberries strawberries and grapes you know and just see which one your body wants and listen to that like that's easy that's not that's not going to tax you too much but simple things like like that a little at a time help you to trust more they do. You can, and it, I'll take that a little visceral if that's like feeling it in front of you. So much. you can, uh, you'll start to notice if you practice that if you take items and hold it to your chest, that you can feel your energy either drop a little mm. or get a little more enlivened. Like it actually feels like, oh, that makes me tired, or oh, that makes me feel energized. Mm -hmm. You'll feel it in your body. Is this good for me? So that's a you just mm -hmm. and so what Isla's talking about is getting in touch with what's in my highest good. Like, mm -hmm. what does my system want? Because we're all really different, and we don't need the same things at the same time. So we want to get in tune with what my system needs and how can I best serve it, right? So that goes back to cultivating an internal dialogue, which then allows us to get into these deeper spaces where we can peel away layers and get into releasing things from our ancestry and our, from our own self. Um, I did want to say on the ancestral healing, just to kind of thread that back in, that um, you know, just cutting contracts and forgiving the line for anything and both ways, like I forgive myself. I really love the Ho'oponopono. It mm -hmm. is so simple and such a powerful way to to just go to zero point mm -hmm. you're really zeroing things out and it's simple just i'm sorry please forgive me thank you i love you mm -hmm. three times or more um but that is simple way and then you know the other way around we you know please forgive me i forgive you you know you're going both ways because we've all 
hurt one another in this process. We've all done something where we didn't want to necessarily. We've all fallen from grace, let's yeah. say. So that's why we get to zero everything out because no one has done anything that is too harmful, too bad, too messed up that you cannot come back into the field of unity and the infinite one. And that's really the essence of that. So we're forgiving all things. And as you move in and just intentionalize that in your meditation field to release anything from your lineage on either side, whatever patterns you see, whatever you don't see, just ask to be shown. The process is really internal. Of course, you can get support from someone you know, who does healing or, or someone like myself who does these kind of things. But at the same time, these tools, it's like, really just infusing it into your being so you understand it, then you can do it yourself. You have the capacity. We all do. We're just learning how to manage what this is, right? And then there's, you know, sometimes there are some things where that comes in is there are some hard things. I will say that. I have mm -hmm. seen a lot of hard things and people do need help sometimes pulling things off because, well, it got on you. Think of it that way. If I wasn't strong, if I was strong enough to not, you know, not get it on me, then I, w I wouldn't need any help getting it off. So sometimes think of it this way: it's just where two or more are gathered. When there's more energy, there's more God juice. There's just it's just <laughs> more more battery power to like, yeah, you know, to move something that may be not in our highest good. Mm -hmm. So we we are peeling away multiple dimensional layers of experiences. So that goes back into what I always talk about, the picking up our pearls, gathering energy from different dimensional time frames or lifetimes or places you've been. And that's what ancestral healing is too, right? We're releasing the whole line from all these places it's been. Something I might be carrying from my ancestors, like pieces of their energy, I'm saying I'm done. The buck stops here. I make a new choice. No longer are we going to be martyrs. No longer is the victim program going to exist here. No longer is I'm not good enough showing up in my line. I, it stops here. I heal abuse, sexual trauma, disparities. Whatever is going on, we, we address it. You speak it. I release it. I forgive it. And we put in back to living light, back to your original state and just ask to be loved. So these are processes you can play with, you know, play with and engage in in your own field and just with your own divine essence because, well, I am that I am, right? When I was walking today, I, um, I had this feeling of calling my ancestors. And I usually give thanks to my ancestors. But today I was walking and I, I intentionally invited my mother, my father, my grandparents, and those who, basically that, to come and walk with me. And as I was doing that, I was imagining them as they would be now, not as I remember them. I invited them to come as they are now. Mm. And there was something very, uh, it, it, it brought up emotion for me. And it wasn't about like missing them. It was kind of like, yes, let it, like we can be together where we all are now without the stories, mm -hmm. without the who did what to who, without the oppressions. So as we heal and we're healing the line and we're healing, we can still connect with them. And I just love the idea of connecting with them where they are today. Ooh, I love that, Isla. It's mm. so beautiful. And it, it is what you're doing because then when you think about it, what we're doing is you're releasing things that are stuck in this yeah. dense 3D field mm -hmm. that are still parts of our, 
our ancestors parts of them like this is your pieces back so yeah. you can be whole yeah, so they can and they, they can, can be full so yeah. you're setting pieces free mm-hmm. by like here you go here's ev- everything gets to go to the other side of this veil into the light it's rightful place in the light mm. yay and then we get to all connect us in the light mm. and in the higher vibrations we don't have to live in this density any longer and that's kind of the whole gig is we're moving out of this 3D density where we've literally been, the entire thing has been, the world has been in trauma. That's like the door. Mm-hmm. The greatest sage is just saying, get out of trauma. <laughs> Let's take a break so we can come back with more on Intuitive Talk Story in just a couple moments. Are you looking for more locally grown farm fresh produce in your life? Kohala Food Hub is offering farm fresh food subscriptions to North Kohala residents. Abundant bags of organically grown fruits and veggies are available every Wednesday for doorstep delivery or pickup in Javi. By subscribing to our farm fresh food program, you not only bring healthy food to your table, you also support local farmers. To learn more or subscribe, email director at kohalafoodhub.com or call 808 896 3179. You can also visit kohalafoodhub.com to shop our online farmer's marketplace, open Fridays through Mondays. We hope to serve you soon. Women's Voices on KNKRLP 96.1 FM Kohala with your host Isla Allgood every Monday and Wednesday from 4 to 6 p.m. Please tune in and hear some sensational songs and spoken words by female artists right here in Kohala and around the world. I've been doing this show for seven and a half years and it's still fun. You can also stream it on www.knkr.org or tune in to 96.1 FM. As we head toward the end of the year, Kohala Radio needs your support. KNKR is your community radio station covering local events and filling the airways with music. Our volunteer DJs play a variety of music, and our talk shows are filled with information about Kohala and the islands. Help keep us on the air. We can only do it with the support of our listeners. Donating to KNKR is an important way to support our unique Kohala community. You can easily make monthly donations, contribute annually, or just drop us a dollar or two. Make us a part of your giving plan. To donate, go to our website, knkr.org, and find the Donate button. Or you can give your check to the Resource Center with a memo to Kohala Radio. We appreciate all that you've done for this station in the past, and we look forward to your continued support to keep us on the air. Welcome back. You're listening to KNKRLP 96.1 FM Kohala. It's 335, October 12, 2022. You're with Isla Allgood and... Mikkel Anna. ...on Intuitive Talk Story, and we've been having a lively conversation about the ancestors and ancestral paths and traumas and healing and 
managing your energy and where do we want to go next, Mikkel? Well, I, I ended kind of saying the world's been in trauma. To say I want, I don't want to leave it with such, such trauma. Yes. <laughs> such drama. <laughs> but that we're, the joy of that is that we're coming out of it. See, yes. that we're all awakening to realize we are joy. We are love. We are amazing. We've been covered with stuff from all these stories that we're talking about. The, the you know, total, the his story, the, the what's come before us, yeah. all that. Has been through our DNA. Has been, and that's what you're purging. So you remember, you have access to these all these stories because you have the DNA of the vessel that you're in. So that's how you're accessing the stories. Is because I'm in the vessel with all this DNA encoding that has information of the stories. So then I can release those stories and purge them out of the lineage, and then set a new new a new energy in that clears it to zero and turns it back into basically the original state, which is love. Cool part about that is since time is not linear, it's forward and backward. So that is why all the ancestors, everything goes home. Yay, we're all done. Yay, wash it clean. Because you have the power to choose for the whole line. Like, mm-hmm. I choose to stop. Even if as somebody else is still engaging in something, that's okay. It's not your kuleana. What is yours is to do your own personal work and make the choice in your own self. Other family members may choose other things, blah, 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 blah. But you will probably see that as you make choices, your external reality does begin to reflect the internal choices you are making, which then brings us into really work the creating of your reality, right? So as you release these ancestral threads, as you start to own your own power, understand and manage your energy, you are cleaning the field and you're drawing into you things you want to be creating because you're more aware of what you're actually doing. You're always creating your reality. It's just that many of us aren't aware of that. But you, but once you become aware of it, now you can focalize that. Now it can become directive and also a fluid expansion of allowing that you, we surrender to that high heart, allowing source to lead the path, putting our intention forward, and then allowing it to manifest in the highest good. Well, and as we talk about creating your own reality, I think about what so many of us may not know what we want and we know what we don't want but you don't want to focus on what you don't want because you're still attracting that when you do that what what you can start with is what experience you want what emotion not even emotions what kind of feelings do you want and not be attached to how they show up do you know what I mean? Like sometimes people ask for, I'll, I'll, I'll go very basic. Somebody asks for a typical, a, a certain kind of partner in their life. They want a romance. They want this. They want the guy to be, you know, six foot two, look like this, act like this, blah, blah, blah. But they're never saying what kind of a relationship they want with that person. What do they want to feel when they're with that ah, person? Okay, yeah, you know this what is I mean? important. So I actually have a manifesting meditation. Activ- it's a manifesting activation is what it's called on my channel, YouTube. Um, <clears throat> that's this, which is about drawing into the feeling. So when you mm. are manifesting, it's not a mind like, well, yeah, what you just said, this yeah, yeah, list, yeah. right? Like, yeah. well, I wanted to have like, it's going to be this long, exactly yeah. the size, a specific car. <clears throat> it's the feeling you have in that car. Like right. if it's a car, it's like the feeling of freedom. I love that I could go anywhere. I can, 
be mobile. I just like, I feel free and alive. Yeah. And like, yeah, you want me over there? I'm there. You know, <clears throat> what's the feeling that you're wanting from the experience? You know, right. a romantic part. I want to feel those sunset beaches. I, I want to feel that experience of feeling love and feeling juicy. So you're mm -hmm. drawing into the feeling of what you're wanting because that's what you want to create. And what Lila's saying is then be unattached and amused to what it looks like when you get it. It's like when it comes <laughs> because it may not be 6 2 and right. blah, 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 but it's going to have the feeling of what you want. Right. So if you can be more, dis it's like be discerning, stay open, and realize don't be, ex you know, like, oh, well, that's not it. You can block stuff you'll out miss it. because you'll miss it, right? Yeah. Because yeah. you're expecting it to look a certain way. So that comes into right. just a simple, well, expectation. Right. So you have to drop all expectation in the mm -hmm. field of creation. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Drop all expectation in the write field that of down. creation. Expectation. I'll write it down. Write expectation. It down. <laughs> so that you can truly create so that you can truly create what you're wanting. Yeah. And receive that feeling. Yeah. So that that's important. So you're always drawing into these feelings of it's getting to the, the core, right? We can focus a lot, and that kind of, this is a reminder out there. Nobody's out there. So we can focus <laughs> on other people and think, well, if they would stop doing blah, blah, or if so-and-so would do this, then I could do that. Nope. And we're wrong, because it's yeah. always ourselves. We are in control. I'm in the driver's seat. I have full charge of my reality, and I get to make choices, and each of us has that same setup. Right. So we're all in charge of our own reality and responsible for ourselves. And the more we take responsibility for ourselves, we create this beautiful place that we all really want to live in, which is where we're caring about one another. We're mindful. We're respectful. We're caring for our, our each other, for the land, for our surroundings. And we're living in a field of unity, a field of love and support, compassion, harmony. Right? Doesn't yeah. that sound good? Doesn't it does like sound good. good well, it's it's a lot better than blaming somebody else. Oh, sh she's always this, or he's always this, and then I'm a victim. And you know that th that doesn't go anywhere. That's not going to take you up the uh, vibrational chart. You're going to be miserable. And if you don't want to be miserable, if you want to create a more joyful life, then look at what do you want, and not what you don't want. Not don't hang out with the people who are miserable to you, or don't take it. You know, say, no, you can't talk to me that way. Right. You have ask to for what you want. Yeah. Here's, here's what I need. you shall receive. Right. And if it's not meeting your needs, exactly. Like, go where the vibration is where you want to be. Back to that, where are you wanting to be? Yes. If, you know, you know, you don't want to, you can't sit in the gutter and expect to experience paradise. You know, so you have to actually get up and, like, try and go somewhere else, right? Like, you know, like, this isn't working. Take some, take <laughs> some action, yes. Take right, some I action. take action. Yeah, it so isn't all woo-woo. You can't just well, sit and yeah. say, I want this. You got to do something with yeah, it. Yeah, you got to make it happen, So too. you're listening. That's part of the, we, yeah. that's where we got that balance coming in, sacred marriage. We have our, our omega energy influencing us to um, allow, intuit, listen. But then we need to activate, radiate, you know, take steps make motion towards mm -hmm. what we want. So for instance, if I like a well, what I do all the time, um, if I want plants and food growing on my land, I can't just sit at home and think about the plants growing. <laughs> I got to go out there and plant those seeds. Yeah. So even if you do something, just a little something. So I, I can't spend five hours every day doing that. So, but I always think, gosh, just give a seed a chance. I just ate a papaya 
let me just go put those seeds in the ground and see what happens. Yeah. You know, if a little something each day towards your goal and before you know it, you've got a garden. Before you know it, you have you've got an abundance because you're you're it's happening because you're putting your energy towards it. So remember atten- you know, energy flows where attention goes. So we mm-hmm. do need to put our energy towards things. And that goes back to energy management. Well, what am I putting my energy towards? I might actually be putting energy towards things I don't actually want. Right. Maybe I need to cut the line. Yeah. And then I'll have more energy to put towards something I do want. Right. Am I letting energy be siphoned from my vessel to some limiting thought, belief, idea based on something I've been told from somewhere outside of myself? Because ultimately, that's what everything is. There's very little that you actually know. If you think about it for a minute, most things somebody told you, the television, the computer, the news, that's all third-party information. What is something you act, I mean, even the fact that this is like my phone is black. Somebody told me that that's black. Somebody told me that at some point in my journey here to start calling this color blue. Mm-hmm. I, that may not be what it actually is. It's just that what I call it. It's what we agreed as. So we it's agreed. like a society a that's called that blue. We agreed on, right. right. So we don't really unless. And so what you really know is your experience. Mm-hmm. You know your experience of something. Mm-hmm. I I don't can't you know like Isla and I can have be in the same place and have completely different experiences. So we only know our experience. That's what's real for us. So if we can draw more into what do I really like, what is my experience of things versus what is something out there telling me to believe or think your opinions will change just by drawing into more of what you've experienced yourself and what maybe you want to experience. Right. So opening those fields all the time, tearing down, limiting ideas and thoughts every day, Mm -hmm. stock that mind and, and tear them down. So as we're talking about creating your own reality, I'm also having like this vision of also being present with what your reality is kind of in a Zen way and having an attitude. So uh, what comes up for me is I, I, I saw some trees and they looked like they were dying and they needed water and I didn't want to water them. And I thought, well, <coughs> I can have a, like a grumbly attitude about watering the trees or I can change my attitude about watering the trees. So I got the hose and I considered it like time in nature with the trees, nature, me, the water, watch the water flow into the trees. The trees are going to grow now. And so sometimes we have things that we do or that we need to get done. And our attitude, if we shift our attitude about it, we do create a reality that's more joyful without having to change our entire life. Like it doesn't always require you have to move to another state or you have to break up the marriage or you have to, it it can be just start with changing your attitude about where you are and looking for the joy, look for the joy wherever you are, whatever's happening. When you start looking for it, you start feeling it and then it, it kind of starts bubbling up wherever you are. You don't have to make these huge external 3D changes. Totally. 
I so mm-hmm. agree. And you kind of mentioned it earlier. You brought up gratitude earlier. And it's really a foundation of gratitude. So have an attitude of gratitude. Mm-hmm. And it changes your game. Because So for me, what I do all the time, I say th- the other one I say all the time is thanks and praise. I just be, <laughs> oh, I look at the trees like what you just said. I've experienced that many times. Oh, oh I didn't feel like that. Okay. Well, I just go, okay, thanks and praise. And <laughs> I grab the hose. Thanks and praise. Okay, you guys are looking beautiful. Oh, yeah. you're going to be great. Oh, you're just going to be so happy. I love it. You just like kind of adopt this other attitude. Oh, the floor is not swept yet. Thanks and praise. So grateful At I have a floor I sweep. At least I have a floor. <laughs> yeah. I have a floor to sweep. And yeah. I want to keep my space nice because this is my temple. I'm yeah. so grateful I have a space to keep nice. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Let me mm-hmm. sweep this floor really well. It's a prayer. Everything we're doing yeah. is in essence a prayer. It's this is this is your life. You know, yeah. it's your life all the time. It's not about, it's as much about the small moments. It's actually more sometimes about those small moments, right? I mean, have you ever had like yeah. just really random small moments? We all do have all these little tiny moments with ourselves that are so rewarding and gratifying. And they're simple. Mm-hmm. They're simple things because the essence is really about the simplicity of our being ourselves and knowing ourselves. This again is a movie. The movie and the simulation here is just for you to understand yourself. Mm-hmm. You, that's what it's really about. So mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be. So you can fancy. work. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't have to be complicated, no. and, and you can work from wherever you are now. You don't have to change, you don't change your entire you life except your, your attitude. Yes. To change the external versus there trying you to go. change something externally. You just allow back to allowing. If yes. I'm showing up and being more kind and that's just happening, then, you know, maybe if I always saw you before and I was mean and now I'm just being kind all the time, you're going to change how you right. are with me. Right. It's if I, just going right. to If I used happen. to, if I used to talk like stink to you and then you, you stop listening and you start shifting that energy. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that with you anymore because right. you're not joining in anymore. Right. So I'm not giving any juice. You're not giving you're it. You're not no. getting my goat. Nope. Nope. And then so we move that. And, and I either move away because I want to go find someone to do that with or I say, oh, well, this is kind of fun. Let's see where this and is I going. And I shift too. Right. The other person shifts. So now, now you've both shifted into a, a more positive place in your and world. Unattached and amused. As you do your work, other people around you have the opportunity right. to do theirs. That's their personal will, free will choice. Right. So as you shift and grow, you don't have to do anything other than be true to yourself and things will either rise to meet you around you or they'll fall away. So it's the unattached process, right? Of being right. attached to that. Just allow what feels right for you and your, you know, and, and at the same time, you know, like there's moments like when it comes to agreements with a person, for instance, I'm not to say like, well, you're going to you know if you grow, you just leave your partner. Not, I'm not right. saying that at all. I'm saying, there are agreements we make too. Well, we've made an agreement with my partner like we're going to support one another even w- when you're having hard times, right? You make agreements. We're not always on the same page. Yeah. But we have really strong foundation of what we are on the same page about. So right. that's about are you are your agreements laid in a strong foundation? Mm-hmm. That's really looking at that gets into whole other topics. Right. But agreements are we make agreements and we honor them. And back to like everything is about what agreements am I making? Where am I putting my energy? That's really actually just energy management, right? So if we look at it from that neutral point, we get real clear and we can make real solid decisions from that place of gratitude that Isla's talking about, Mm -hmm. that place of just enjoying what is, enjoying what I have in front of me today, just the simple tasks and... 
and that letting I think the letting go I, I, that's my message for this week because mm-hmm. I've been I've been dealing with something in my body that I, I it's just been frustrating me and I've been trying so hard to fix it so hard for it to be better and I the other day I just got like yeah take the steps to get it better but let it go stop with the expectation that it's going to feel better immediately or yesterday or tomorrow just let it go and I was talking to somebody the other day and they were sharing some difficulty they're having with a partner and I I said you know you don't know where it's going you don't seem to have a clear decision about this relationship can you just let it go and just just be with it there's nothing harmful happening to anybody they just not really loving the whole thing right now yeah, <laughs> so just be with it's what not is. great just be with what is and do your own work right and that's what that's what she wants to do she wants to do her own work i'm like do your then own do work. your own work right where you are you don't have to go anywhere to do your own work no. you can do it right now and maybe and that person will step up and start doing their own work you don't know doesn't so really matter doesn't matter what matters is you're there for a reason right. so until you've gotten all your pieces and whoever the person is does no longer triggers you on any level blah 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 and you've zeroed that all out you've got work to do you know you're still there for a reason yeah. anyway there's a reflection if right. you're feeling those kind of things like how you're saying right and if you run off to somebody you're new you're just gonna recreate it you're gonna cre- <laughs> you're gonna have the new pro- the same problems same with problem. the new person yeah. yeah you know it's anyway there was something i wanted to bring up because of what y- we were talking about earlier with ancestors and stuff um my kid's father was adopted and as we talk about ancestors and patterns and families, I think about him because, you know, he has no connection to his biological family. And he was raised by a family and he has no connection with them. And I just think there's a lot of people out there who were raised by somebody else that wasn't part of their biology. And I feel like that's another, I don't know, another layer of the whole ancestor thing. You know, how, how to how to look at that because there's the DNA but then there's plenty of people who aren't connected to their DNA their their historical DNA for sure for sure and I think that well you know this is such a deep topic as we you know go down into that people Mm. of course you know resonating and finding it's kind of like finding out everything you can and then letting it all go it's like making the mandala and then sweeping it clean yeah for myself I can say, like, you know, I come from, I have deep history with my lineages, and I under, I do have um, connection to them. But I, at the same time, even though I know they influence me, like my whole lineage of curanderas on one side and plants and these people who, you know, their lineage in the Apache and the Toltec and the Atomi, and I can get into these different facets of my heritage and lineage, which are definitely parts of, of what created this vessel. And at the same time, back to that beginning, none of that's still me because the greater the greater story right. is I am that I am. Those are just they're like maps. Everything's like a yeah. template, like a template that I'm in, and I'm enjoying the template, but I'm recognizing that it's a template. So if you're not connected to your heritage, you don't haven't had a direct experience. Everything we've said still applies because it's about you drawing into yourself and recognizing what's really like me, like this as a soul experience, and what template am I in? Like, what are these kind of like parameters that I might be dealing with? Oh, seems like I might always, do I really feel like I'm not good enough? Or is that something 
like a, some sort of map or template that I'm actually mm. in navigating. Mm-hmm. So you could think of it that way. Like, you know, things aren't as things aren't personal, actually. Think most things aren't personal. <laughs> Nothing's personal. That's kind of the other part, really important part. Take nothing personal. That's yeah. number one, number one, number one, because you can't get anywhere if you're taking everything personal. So you tear all that away and mm-hmm. you go, what's the template? What am I? If you get real honest with yourself, you're like, well, you know what? I actually do feel like I'm enough. And I don't think that's mine. That must have come from, I don't have any connection to my family, but that must have come from somebody else because I don't think that's my dig. So yeah. you then can let it go. Yeah. So see, you're recognizing just it's what getting is It's c- more mine. and more conscious. Yeah. What, it, what am I really? And you're peeling away things that just aren't yours, period. Right. It doesn't even matter where they came from, whether right. it came from grandma or it came from the, the your second grade teacher. Like, it doesn't right. matter where that, where that, part of you or that part of your behavior came from you just know you want something different in the future you don't want that anymore and even if you don't have acts or know your family and you're doing you are doing ancestral healing you still are helping to heal that lineage even if you don't have like conscious recollection Mm -hmm. or memory of those that lineage as you do that and just release patterns you're releasing pieces that were associated ancestrally that will go back to the one, to their rightful place in the light, which just helps everyone, right? Think of it that way. Mm. Everything's got to go home. Everything's got to go back to light. It's been in separation. So we're bringing Mm -hmm. everything that's been in separation back into its rightful place in the light for it is just one thing, right? So that's what we're doing, collecting all the pieces, coming into wholeness. So if you, again, kind of leave you with this thought that everything's holographic. So we're, you are, uh, you are the infinite yourself. So you are a holographic image of the infinite. So you represent the might, the microcosm represents the macro, right? So as you or as I, each end of each of us heals our own vessel and become whole, which is what we're doing, collecting our pieces, setting things back to the light. And so there's nothing, there's no threads, no holes. It's just all, ah, just the infinite light. We are bringing everything back into unity. So as I bring that one piece and I reflect the whole and you reflect the whole, everything's bringing the greater whole back into the one. And ultimately, that's what we're doing. Well, that's, that's a beautiful ending to our show today, Mikkel. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It is 3.58 and um, we haven't talked about our next show. But we're going to do that soon. And we were just talking a little bit to get kind of excited. If you have thoughts on this, I'd love to hear about this, actually, because this is a big topic. We were kind of just with we are thinking that we will discuss next time um, false light paths. So this is kind of big, actually. And some of you may not like what we talk about on this. Well, actually, if you don't like it, it's because it's triggering something for you. Right, exactly. And that's okay. why you should listen. (laughs) (laughs) No, no shoulds, no shoulds. Just no shoulds, no, but no. But it's, it's always good. I was listening to something the other day, uh, to end on one more thing, but was basically talking about how critical thinking is the hallmark of intelligence, right? It's the base to be able to put anything on the table and mm. look at it from a neutral point of view. Yeah. And that goes back to that under that number one, take nothing personal. Yeah. So if we all make it a point to like, let's go into intelligent thought that we just, it's a concept. Every, if you think of it as not being part of you, you can talk about anything yes. and see all points of view. So to be able to see all points, opposing views of a topic mm-hmm. is the only way you can actually have a real answer. If you're not willing to see an opposing view, well, then how can you really know that your answer is correct? 
have to be willing to look at it everything. Right, and if you are able to look at all those other possibilities and, and hear those other concepts, it'll help you find your truth. Exactly. Because you'll say, well, those five things didn't resonate for me, but the sixth one did. That feels right to me. Right. And, and we're all in our own movie and own reality. Therefore, you're in charge of your, your truth. And hearing any opposing truths would only reinforce your own truth if that is actually the truth. <laughs> okay, that's confusing <laughs> enough. We're going to go now. All uh, right, we're out of here. You, we love you, you all. Yes. Blessings, living Un- light. <laughs> Until next time, aloha, everybody. Aloha.